I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. How are you? I'm alright. How are you doing? Eh, fine. Tired. I just woke up like 15 minutes ago. But it's Halloween, so it should be spooky. Yeah, we're recording this on Halloween because we had stuff this weekend. Yeah. And then if, if you hear doorbells, it's probably me because I think that this is about the time when um tiny people come into my door and beg for candy. I've already stolen a lot of candy for my family's candy bin. What kind of candy are you giving out? Fucking everything. Like, uh, let's see. We got Tootsie Rolls. We got, like, that, like, the giant pack of, like, different chocolates. And then, like, the different pack of, like, all, like, the tardy candy. And I was feeling tardy. I'm feeling tardy this year. So... But yeah, did you do do you like dress up at work or no? For... I mean, we work at a law firm. It's not a thing. <laughs> oh, that's good, I guess. Yeah, I think our work used to allow us to like dress up, but we don't anymore. And it's one of those things where I already did Halloween on Saturday, and I don't want to revisit it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah i did a big um like all right so friday i get up like normal like 7 seven thirty in the morning i go to work and then after work i go to the train up to westchester and did an all-night movie marathon at a theater up there and so i got back at like like 9 30 or 10 the next on saturday morning so I was like been awake for like twenty six hours at that point, and I'd watched mm-hmm. six horror movies in a row, and that'll start to fuck with your head. Jesus! And then like I'm I thought that I would sleep, but I ended up like sleeping from like ten to eleven, and then I'm just like, well, I'm awake, and I couldn't get to sleep. I couldn't get to sleep. And then I'm like, well, at this point, if I go to sleep now, I'm going to be asleep until like 8 p.m. and be totally fucked. But I had a good time and I saw scary movies and one stupid one, but mostly good ones. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Like I went to a Halloween party on Saturday and of course Saturday night and of course like I didn't have a costume until Saturday night because uh I I can't make decisions 
And it's one of those things where like I was like shopping for like hours and then like it just hit me. I'm like, why don't I just be a referee? Because it's easy. I just get the referee shirt. But yeah, um, I, I got very drunk and I texted Emily at like six in the morning and I was like, I'm still drunk. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, she's like, I'm still drunk. I don't think I can record today. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. And I don't know what I did, but like I had like the hangover from like how Emily, I I can't do that to myself. <laughs> like why are hangovers so bad? Well, cuz alcohol is poison. Uh, especially like vodka and sprites. I can never te- I can I don't want to ever touch Sprite again. Like I was feeling so shitty like the day after. And then like Carlos was like you should probably drink some Sprite. It'll make you feel better. And just immediately I just wanted to throw up because I'm like I do not ever want to do that again to myself cuz like I was drinking like vodka and Sprites and then I had a ton of jello shots Ugh. which yeah. No, no, sorry. It was gel. Yeah, jello shots. Yeah. And then I had two Long Island iced teas. 17? Why are you doing jello shots? Jesus. I don't. It was there and I was open and willing. I'd never done jello shots before. And then I went to an 80s club and I'd never been to a club before. And then I don't remember anything. And then I woke wake up and I'm like, but thank God. I am here I mean, on Halloween. The last jello shot I did was probably at a frat party. I mean, ugh. I never did that. I like I totally skipped that like high school partying stage. Which like sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm glad I skipped it because I, I'm glad I skipped uh, the the girls' tennis team doing cocaine in the bathrooms. But you know what? Like I, oh, yeah, I, I can't I can't do that to myself anymore, Emily. Like. That was just like the worst hangover ever, but I rewarded myself by surviving by having Korean barbecue that night. So, or the next night. So I did it. But no, no more vodka and sprites, or just no more sprite and no more vodka. How about, just how about no-, no more vodka and sprites and jello shots and a Long Island iced tea? Okay, but Long Island iced teas are good. Yeah, they also have a shit ton of alcohol in them. <sighs> Fine, they just don't, they just don't one. Take, no, my I, my thing is don't do all three and several of each. Oh, God. I wasn't thinking, Emily. <sighs> I need to pace myself better. Like, I just like mentally sometimes, like I still think I'm like 19 or 18, but I'm 23. I'm growing up and my body's like, you can't take this much alcohol anymore, Brittany, or else you're going to have a hangover from hell. And then, oh, God. Yeah, no. I've only had like two or three hangovers, like ever, but. Oh, God, shut uh, up. No. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, uh, so for some reason, I've, I've kept it. I don't know. Yeah, but. Okay, well, let me tell you, I turn 35 next week. It's only going to get worse from here. <sighs> God, because. Emily, like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, God. But I don't know. I made it. So I'm happy. <sighs> and the countdown from school finally begins. I think I only have, like, five more weeks. Then I'm done oh, forever. Exciting. 
Yeah, I'm no longer having panic attacks every day, so <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, God. Try to avoid that. Yeah, I'm in this, like, not not really anymore, but just, like, this, like, state of mind where I just, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life, and it's just one of those things where it's, like, everyone just keeps asking, like, oh, you're done with college soon, what are you gonna do, what are you gonna do, and, like, it's, like, I don't know, and it's, like, I... I struggle with like saying, I don't know, but it's really, I don't know. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I wish I would know, but it just, it's one of those things. Just, I don't want to think about it until like after I graduate. So I don't like rush into picking something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like you can't change jobs. People do that a lot. Yeah, like, if I get something, like, I want to stick to it for as long as I can. Because that's how I am. Like, that's how I am with the job I have now. Like, I've been working at the casino I've been working at since I was 16 years old, you know. Like, I've switched, like, departments. But, you know, I've, I'm proud that, you know, I don't think a lot of people, like, my age can say that they've been working at the same place for, you know, that long. So, but the only thing that sucks is that, you know, like, I go to school and they're like, well, you should have done internships or something. And I'm like, um, I've. I've, I've been working all all 80 years I've been in college <laughs> but uh, I don't know I'm I'm just happy that October's over because it was kind of a it was kind of really a bad month for me mentally so um and that means that it's uh, November so that means I can start listening to uh happy Christmas oh. music so I'm I'm happy about that <sighs> Turn, I'm turning the page, Emily, to Holly Jolly I'll Christmas. I tell you, working in, working in retail, I can't, I can't deal with Christmas music starting, like, the first of November. Like, fuck that shit. Like, the number of, like, times, because, like, I worked at a grocery store throughout high school and college, and then at Starbucks for, like, a year and a half, and it'll be just the same eight songs on a loop all day. And it dried me insane because there's only so many times you can hear the little drummer boy before you want to murder somebody because that's a terrible fucking song. I don't know. I, I was thinking about this today. Like, I feel that way with, like, kids' pop music. Not, like, pop music, but, like, the kids' stuff. Like, the shit you find on, like, Disney Channel. Because, like, that, for some reason, is what would only play at my old work. Because I used to work at a bowling... I was at a bowling alley before I got to um, the dispatching. And... You know, they would have lots of parties, so we would have to change, like, the playlists. And, like, for some reason, like, they always chose this, like, god-awful kids pop, kind of, like, kids bop music. And it's, I can't stand it while, like, you know, their their Christmas, like, the Christmas playlist was admittedly, I can't say it, whatever. It was shit. But still, like, I liked it. Like, it's Christmas music. And I don't know. Like, I just have always had this, like, mutual love feeling for Christmas music. And it's awesome because, like, the radio stations in uh, San Diego, or there's one, that just, like, starts playing Christmas music. Like, as soon as, like, they raise, like, money a year for, like, a children's hospital for, like, toys and everything. And, like, if they get, like, the the goal amount of money, they just start playing Christmas music for, like, the rest of uh, the holidays until I think they stop playing it uh, after January first because i remember last year i was like driving to school and 
it was like early November and I heard like the Beach Boys and I'm like, you never hear the Beach Boys on the radio. And it was like a Beach Boys Christmas song. And I'm like, wow, best of both worlds right here. So. <sighs> but what's your least terrible favorite Christmas song? I'm sorry. There was too many things there. Am I going for the one that I like the most? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. I like Burl Ives, probably because of he was the snowman in the Rudolph special. So I like Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh my god, I was gonna say that, but only the Burl Ives version. Yeah, same. Um, Winter Wonderland is okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm so ex- I'm so excited, Emily, that it's gonna be November tomorrow. Like I'm so excited. <sighs> Yeah, those are both great Christmas songs. I agree. Um, anything from those like claymations are fantastic. I need to watch those, and I still haven't watched Charlie Brown, uh, uh, Great Pumpkin. I usually watch that every year. I I like to watch those like Peanuts movies or little snippet things. I was never really, I was never that big into the Peanuts stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would watch them when they were on, but. It was never something that I, like, sought out. Yeah, it was one of those, like, things that, you know, I grew up with. It was it was interesting. Like, I grew up with mostly, you know, the Disney the Disney era plus, like, Snoopy and everything. Because, like, my mom was really into that as a kid. And plus, like, we lived near Knott's Berry Farm here. So, like, I have pictures of me when I was, like, one or two cuddled up in Snoopy's arms, you know? <laughs> <laughs> One thing we always did, we always did the the Rankin and Bass Rudolph claymation. Fantastic. Um, the Frosty the Snowman cartoon. Mm. And um, what was the other one? Oh, uh, the the old animated Boris Karloff How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which is the best thing of all time. Yeah, that's a good one. I know Carlos really likes uh, The Grinch and like he's really excited for that one that's coming out with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, see, I don't want any full length. Full length Grinch. I'm like, I don't need the fucking like origin story of The Grinch. Oh, man. It's, you know, it's a picture book. All those, all those, I mean, those Dr. Seuss full length movies are all dog shit. But that old one is great, and the song actually that might be my favorite Crimson song is "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch." That's it's a good one. So good. Yeah. Have you ever like gone and looked at like Christmas lights or like looked at houses or were there any like houses you ever saw with like crazy ass Christmas lights? Yeah, we would do that like every once in a while when I was little, like really little. Because once I was older, I didn't want to do that anymore. But hmm. we'd sort of just drive around. It's fun. Yeah, I used to do that a lot, too. I want to do that again this year. I want to take advantage of all the Christmas things. All the Christmas things. And then I want to get a tree. Well, obviously. But you have to, like, time it right. Because you don't want the tree to die before Christmas, you know? Then there's yeah. Thanksgiving. And then, you know, you have to figure out, okay, what am I, what am I going to make for Thanksgiving? You know, it's, it's like one of those things. And like, I have no cooking bone in my body. So 
going to have to like test some things out because it's like I don't want to poison the people like I'm going to like a Thanksgiving thing. I don't want to poison the people with my terrible cooking. So, yeah, generally try not to poison people. I mean, really, Thanksgiving is about my favorite holiday because I like food Mm -hmm. and I like cooking and I, you know, I like my family. I haven't managed to get home for Thanksgiving for a while, but Hmm. I do. I do like cook still i'll do like a roast chicken or something because you can't make a turkey for one person oh i wish i could I wish there was like a little little turkey a little emily turkey it has emily's name all over it but yeah i don't know i've never really been the biggest thanksgiving person because like i'm known for in my family not liking thanksgiving food like i i'm not like the biggest fan of turkey not a stuffing or like any of that like sweet potato stuff i really like ham but like my family like doesn't make ham much anymore and it's like i mean it's okay but i like my ham but I don't know. And I'm kind of sad this year because like last year I was like really excited for Thanksgiving because like the day after I was going to go visit my sister in Florida and go to Disney World. But I have to wait. (laughs) I have to wait until January. So I'm just like, all right, I want to go now. But But I can't wait to go to Disneyland during Christmas time because I haven't been to Disneyland during Christmas time in a long time. They have really cool decorations. But back to Star Wars. Emily. Yes. I did it. I finished the Lego Porg. Yay. It's very cute. Took a long time. It is pretty cute. It took a long yeah, time. How long did that take you? So Carlos and I started it about uh almost a month back and uh we, we were doing it for like an hour and then we continued again a month later have been able to hang out because i've been working so fucking much and uh god it took like three hours i think but he's really fast at legos like i like i have to like look at the page and then it was like really confusing because like the the like the chest or like the the belly of the pork like you just have to like stack all these like white pieces together and i'd like look at like the direction like the directions god like there's just so many directions like And sometimes, sometimes they're extremely like detailed piece by piece. And then suddenly it will go to like, you're sticking six different things on there and I can't figure out what goes where. Yeah. Like, thank God I have like the Lego master with me. Cause like, if I was doing this by myself, like I couldn't do it. Deformed Porg. (laughs) Yeah. It would would not look like it. Some island of Dr. Moreau shit. Somehow you managed to make a Porg cross with a fox. <laughs> a porg fox, but no, nah. but no, I forgot to grab it, so it's still at it's still at Dad's house. Even though he was like, "I don't want this porg here," <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? It's so cute." <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it was Sam Scorzone named it uh, Count Porgula, and because Adele was asking what uh, what its name was. Shout out to Adele. Hi, Adele. Oh yeah, uh, congratulations to Adele. On her own little porg. Yay! I love porgs. Yeah. I mean, her porg is a person, but there you go. But it's porg. She named it porg. Yes, her child is named porg. Porg canto by Adele's last name. That is is the the legal name of that child. That's a name right there. 
I'm I'm really good at naming things. I can't wait to have kids of my own one day because like I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna name a human being. Like that's a lot of pressure, Emily. Yep. Uh, but yeah, congrats. And yeah, it, my porg is very cute. And then it has like a little flap in the back so you can like open its mouth. I'm glad it didn't have any stickers though. Cause you know how like did uh Mendo's ship have like a lot of those like stickers you put on the ship to make it more like realistic? Not a lot. And they're just they're really little ones. Oh. And it's just like on the on like the ship, like the little console of the ship. Hmm. Yeah, because we did um what did we do? We did uh like the Octu Luke in like the the one where him, Ray and the Porg, and like he had to put like some stickers on. It was really stressful because like you have to do the stickers him, right. I can't get them straight. I know with the porg they they had like an informational sticker and like that took me a little bit that took me like two or three tries to, like put it on okay but it was stressful well but yeah hopefully uh more lego projects in the future that's always fun yeah i wish they weren't so fucking expensive I know, like, cause like Christmas is coming up, and like Carlos always always wanted the the Falcon, and it's like I oh, I'd always want to get you know it's like that'd be like the best girlfriend gift of the century, but that's like eight hundred bucks, like no, <laughs> but there's like that two hundred dollar one, the the like uh, I think it's the solo one, or I think it's just like a a different one, but huh, I don't know. I just don't know where you're going to put these Legos. Like, that's the thing. Like, what if the earthquake happens? Because, like, earthquakes happen, like, every fucking day here in California. And then, like, it drops. And then, like... Well, yeah, but then you might not as well own anything. That's true. But Legos. Yeah, like, I feel bad for all those people that have, like, the glassy antiques and everything. And when earthquakes happen here, God. We have to, like, uh, put, like, things so that, like, they don't... It's kind of hard to explain. So, like, they don't, like, fall. Because, like, we have, like, glass cabinets and everything. And glass in the cabinets... A bunch of glass. But, um, anyways, back to uh, Star Wars news. So, uh, a, a lot kind of happened over the weekend. It was kind of one of those things where, like, I was, like, listening to other Star Wars podcasts and I was like, oh, this is going on? Like, uh, for instance, um, there was a theft at the Mandalorian set the other day. Yeah, and they took some expensive camera equipment and probably actually more worryingly uh, a memory card dude what the fuck like i was listening to uh some other people like review this like situation i'm just like why like i get like you know wanting to take no actually no i don't i don't get it at all like i'm trying to like, get in the mind of this asshole that like wants to steal shit but like what are you gonna do with it like release it to the public be like this is what they're doing with this series oh see my guess is it had nothing to do with it being the mandalorian set okay and they just stole some expensive equipment just to get money yeah i don't know i just and i mean like and like like maybe it was both but but especially because, you know, they, it's not like they've released any of this shit. Um, again, like the memory card, I mean, it was a memory card, so it probably wasn't any, like, it was probably scripts or story notes or something like that. And so hopefully 
they don't even know what they stole in terms of that. And like that, you know, could have just been with a bunch of other stuff that got stolen and that ended up tossed or something. Cause I don't want that to ever come out if it's, if it's scripts. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. I, it's weird. Like I didn't see anything online about this, like the whole weekend and then like, but I feel bad. Like that sucks. Like imagine that happening, but I can't imagine that happening on like a Star Wars set because of, you know, like the high security and everything. But damn, like you can't fucking well, trust on anyone. Any, on any like like studio set, you would think that they'd have better security. I mean, maybe maybe it was somebody like with some sort of inside like knowledge or something, but Hmm. I don't know. Well, I hope that like nothing gets like released early or I hope that, you know, they find the people or person that did it because that's like really shitty. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, also, I guess uh, the Boba Fett movie is uh, dead, like very dead. Like officially it's not happening instead of just isn't happening. <laughs> like we all knew it wasn't happening. <laughs> But now it's officially not happening, which honestly, it, it's probably good to come out and say that just so that people can stop speculating. Yeah. Um, I know I know that probably bums out a lot of people and I feel bad for because we have friends like Cause from Blue Harvest who are super into Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And so that's a bummer. I mean, I I get it. In terms of there's the Mandalorian coming out and having the Mandalorian who, I mean, let's face it, if you're not like a hardcore Star Wars fan, like you could look at that and like that picture and just think it was Boba Fett because the Mandalorians all just sort of look the same in terms of that for a casual viewer. And it'd be weird to have a story that's about the Mandalorians, and then also there's this movie happening. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, but I agree with you that I'm glad that they kind of said some, or I I think that's good that they said something about it, or Kathleen Kennedy did. I'm still, like, when I think about that, I think about that, like, that one thing that was canceled, like the Moss Eisley thing with, like, Obi-Wan and I think it was like Boba Fett too, right? Well, we don't know anything about that one. Did somebody just yell fire? <sighs> Probably or blow dryer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you sound pretty relaxed for somebody screaming fire, but I'm right by the window too, so I can easily jump out. Oh, I think I have scissors on my nightstand too, so I could just snip and snip and go but i'm too tired to care <laughs> nah i think she said blow dryer i know rusty was like screaming in the hallway when you were talking too so uh, that didn't help much and plus i already heard the doorbell ringing so it's already that time it's already that time how often did you go trick-or-treating as like what was the age where you stopped going as a kid oh i don't i don't remember when i stopped like probably around like 13 30- or so hmm. like 13 or 14 I don't remember 
And I just sort of one year didn't do it anymore. I stopped. Um, sorry, I hear my sister yelling. Um, when did I stop? Senior year. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, I just I like free candy. I do like candy. Yeah. But you like candy corn. Did you see that picture of the candy corn pot or the candy corn pizza? Like, yeah. why do people want the world to burn? Well, no, it's because if they make it, then they get the, like a ton of press. That's why people do that shit. Like, they don't make it because they think it's delicious or they think they're making some amazing culinary connection. They do it so it'll go viral on the internet and then anyone buys into it and retweets it with like disgusting faces. Even though, like, probably nobody even ate a single piece of it. That is why, Emily, I do not retweet much <laughs> on on Twitter. Like, I only retweet, like, uh, what do I retweet? Uh, I retweeted uh, Sal Perales was uh, on that little Star Wars thing this week. You know, talking about, like, his family and all that and their cosplaying. So, that was pretty fucking sweet. Go Sal. His family's awesome. And then uh, you tweeted something really nice about our, our lovely friend Steel Saunders, so I retweeted that because Steel Saunders is just great. <sighs> but um, yeah, I don't know. No more Boba Fett. I mean, even though Boba Fett never existed, so cool. Well, I mean, it did. It did almost. Like Josh Trank was making a movie. Like that was a real thing, and that wasn't just a rumor. But then he lost his goddamn mind. Fuck. Because I remember hearing that they were supposed to show like a trailer thing at one of the celebrations. But then like that was like the day before or the day after he had his like meltdown or some shit. That was, I think it was during London. I was Anaheim, but you're probably right. Well, I think I think at London there might have actually been like a promo thing, not with any like actual footage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry for everyone who hears yelling. I'll probably cut that out. But uh, I don't know. I would have liked to see that shit though. That that would have been like really exciting. But it's one of those things that. I guess we'll never see, but are they still sworn to secrecy even if it didn't happen? Um, I mean, it, probably. Hmm. Yeah. I always wanted to hear, like, uh, what happened. Or, like, you know, like, not, like, the failures, but just, like, why it didn't work out. But I'm just nosy. <laughs> no, I love stories like that. Yeah, like, I want to know, like, about, like, Gareth Edwards, like, actual version of Rogue One and, like, his meltdown or, like, why it happened and everything and um, all the shit with uh, the Han Solo dudes before they got fired for their socks. That's just one of those things that when it was released, like, how, like, they didn't like how they folded their socks. God, who said, like, God? But anyways, anyways, um, there was a new episode of uh, Star Wars Resistance. Yeah, um, the the High Tower, which I watched and you haven't yet. But nah, but spoil it. <laughs> it's actually like a pretty 
decent episode and um sort of except for the pilot is the episode that sort of moves the plot along the most i think um and basically uh kaz learns that the some first order people are there to um are are coming to meet up with uh doza uh captain yeah captain captain doza um and so automatically of course thinks that that he's the spy and so um the plan the plan to get there is he basically um we finally really get uh more of of hype phase on and it turns out that he had a um previous like friendship or something with tam the the other mechanic and so like they used to be friends and and they're they're very vague about it so you don't quite know what happens but they're not anymore and um so kaz gets hype to invite them to the tower and then he like sneaks off to overhear this meeting between the first order and captain doza and really i mean this episode really seems to sort of eliminate captain doza i mean it's very early on but they they seem to really be pressuring doza to help them out and he is at least so far resisting hmm. um and then like they they catch kaz um eavesdropping and he runs off and he goes into uh toradoza's room and there's some there's some like cute stuff between them and then it gets into like the silly like he like goes out the window to escape and there's lots of antics that I don't care for because we know that I don't like antics. But in terms of the plotty stuff, I liked this one. Okay. So one key question about this episode. Was my little dinosaur guy in this episode? Your little dinosaur guy was not in this episode. Fuck! Okay, I'm, I guess I'm done. I'm done with Star Wars Resist. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I tried to watch this online, but couldn't find anywhere to watch it. But I'll I'll have I'll watch it by uh, next week or the n- next week episode. So I don't know though. Like from you know, I obviously like I I read the reviews of the episode and I got the episode synopsis or whatever. And I don't know. Like I I like that the plot is thickening and that we have Kaz like actually uh, being not like useful, but like not not useful. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, there's, there's a scene because, um, because Kaz like escapes through Tora's room, there's a, a scene where the, um, the first order troopers try to question her and like Captain Doza gets pissed. It's great. Hmm. He's like, are you, he, he has what that very dad, like, are you calling my daughter a liar? Like, get the fuck out of here. It's pretty hmm. good. That's awesome. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, that's a really big deal. I know, right? Yeah, maybe Emily's going to keep watching the series. 
We'll see. There's going to be one episode at some point where I'm just like, okay, that's it. I'm done. But Yeah, I know. I just hope it doesn't come anytime soon. Like, I hope it comes like season four, episode seven or something, you know? <laughs> hmm. But uh, anyways, uh, Emily. I didn't watch The Clone Wars. <sighs> Dude, I had been awake. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Hours. It's okay. No, I, I totally understand. Like, I'm I'm not mad or disappointed. I am completely fine. I just, I, 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 I always like doing it like the, hey, Emily. I know. Like, waiting, yeah, like, 15 yeah. seconds. I figured but... being awake for 28 hours and then getting about an hour and a half sleep, that was not the mood in which I was going to watch The Clone Wars. <laughs> it mm-hmm. would not have been good results. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's the Clovis arc. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, okay, there's always next week. Yeah, I need I need to get back into it. I just really don't want to. <laughs> it's okay. It'll get no, better. Like I got out of the habit of it, and so now I really gotta like force myself to do it. Dude, we'll have to watch the holiday special soon too. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. We gotta find a time to do that. Find a time to do that. You know, have some wine, chill, and watch the holiday special. Good times. Oh, well, all right, sweet. I can't wait to hear your review of The Clone Wars next week, and I can't wait till the week after to till you uh, talk about that next arc. And uh, we uh, have, uh, do you want to do the Fuck, Mary Kill first or the top three first? Well, I would actually say we should just do one of them and save the other one, because otherwise we're going to have another time when we don't have anything the next week. Okay, um... I think Jim's fuck Mary Kill was sent first. So let's okay. do that one. Do that. Okay. Uh so our our friend and listener, uh, and Canto Bitch, Jim, he emails us and says, uh, dear Canto Bite Pod, uh, fuck Mary Kill, Admiral Ozel, Admiral Piet, and Moff Jared Gerald. Am I Ger- Gerard? I have no Ger- idea. Gerard. Uh my answers as required. Uh kill Ozel because that guy seems like a dick. Uh fuck Jer Jald because he seems like the type of guy who gives everything his best effort and then doubles that. Mary Admiral Piet, because even though he's probably responsible for the death of billions, he seems like a cool guy we could sit around getting drunk. Keep up the great work, your Canto Bitch listener, Jim. <laughs> Good answers. Um, I think I know what Admiral Ozel looks like, but let me look it up. Cause this is the rest of my life here, you know, like I have to marry one of these people. Like, that's a long time to spend with someone. Okay. Yeah, that's Ozel. Oh, yeah, I remember Ozel. He's the one that got choked out by Vader. Um, I mean, everyone did, let's be honest. Jared. Oh, yeah! That's the guy in, uh, uh, in, in, uh, in Return of the Jedi when, uh, when, uh, when Vader's like, oh, uh, Palpatine's coming. And he's like, here? <laughs> I like that guy. Oh, he looks so scared. Oh. But um, let's see, I'd kill Ozel. I'd i f- I'd probably do the same as him. I'd fuck uh Jer Jod and then uh at Mary Admiral Piet. I don't know why, just everyone loves like Admiral Piet. Like, even though he, again, like, he killed, like, billions of people. Like, he was always that, like, an imperial admiral that just everyone knew. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Oswald. I mean, Oswald is described as as clumsy as he is stupid, which means like, yeah, probably kill him. I mean, clumsy is not yeah. generally a descriptor I use towards people who I want to have sex with. That could be dangerous. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. So you you do the same too. You'd uh, marry Admiral Piet and fuck Jer Gerald. I think so. I mean, honestly, they're they're almost the same guy. I mean, almost. no, they really so are. I mean, they word. have like they have pretty much the same like role. They they have the same yeah. like weaselly white dude look. That almost yeah. everybody in the Empire had in those movies. Like, skinny, middle-aged white dude with a slightly weaselly face. That's funny. They are yeah. very similar looking. And so, honestly, it's pretty much a coin toss. No, Do you have I don't. Coin right now in front of you. Oh, that would have been fun if you did like a, a live coin toss of who Emily's gonna fuck or marry. I don't have but, one in front of me. Yeah. Either. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much a, a crapshoot. They're they're the same person. Hmm. Except, okay, Gerard, I mean, responsible. Like he oversaw the Battle of Endor. Which means he is responsible for the death of some Ewoks, and I don't, I don't approve of that. So I'm not going to marry him. Okay, so you, you'd fuck him. Would you kill him I afterwards? Mean, I mean, I feel like the premise of fuck Mary kill changes slightly if I like actually have to kill them myself. I mean, that's generally, that's generally. Well, not I mean, you can get a bounty hunter in my head. I'm just more. It's more like. Die, marry, fuck, then, then kill. But yeah, like I don't, I don't imagine like like last week's like fuck, marry, kill. Like I said, I, I think I said I'd kill Han Solo. Like I'm not gonna actually go into Star Wars and kill Han Solo. Like that's fucked I mean, up. Like I, I, go, I can't like, do that. I can't even somebody. like. But she, uh, like I'm not gonna fuck somebody and then kill them because that's just one more person that I'm killing. Yeah, but, like, maybe you just know that, like, someone's gonna, you know, like, someone well, yeah, but do still, it, just but not even me. so, like, I'm not gonna kill him, like, I'm I'm not gonna kill him after I have sex with him, that just seems rude. I'll just wait, like, a week or two, you know, like, they'll have a good time, you know, maybe they'll, uh, they'll do some Death Star stuff or, uh, you know. And then uh, just, just, you know, do it randomly. Like, it, it'll look like an accident. Like, uh, oh, uh, one of the, you know, uh, shield generators. Look, my my moral fell. objection to not killing somebody is not based on whether or not I can make it look like an accident. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I get that. No, I'm not saying I would either. Like, I... I I don't like sit here and plan. Okay, this is how I'm gonna. This is how Admiral Oswald is going down. 
like, nah. I have, I'm too busy to think those thoughts, Emily. Like, I'm too busy, uh, you know, uh, building porgs and, you know, all that fun stuff, you know. Like, I can't sit here and think how I'm going to kill I mean, that's a whole different game, Someone theoretically honest. in Star Wars. <laughs> that's a fucked up game. Oh, what a wonderful turn on Fuck, Mary Kill. But uh, anyways, but before we, we get more into uh, this, um, well, uh, we have a top three that we're going to do next week. Um and then the week after. Thank you everyone who's sending in top threes and fuck Mary Kills. Highly appreciated. Um and then yeah, we have voicemail this week, Sam actually. Who was a cool guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's cool. He helped name Count Porgula. Props to him. And yes, that'd be uh, good. I will play the uh voicemail if you would like. Good. All right. Um, here it is. Hey, Emily and Brittany. Sam. I wanted to talk about Finn. Um, after, I, after a couple of viewings of The Force Awakens, I, I really started to hone in on Finn, and I really, really started to like that character. Um, I was looking forward to see where he goes in the series. Um, but after I read... Um, Finn's story in the book uh, Before the Awakening, it, it, it kind of made it, it kind of painted a whole different picture of who the character of Finn is. Um, in the in the book Before the Awakening, he's kind of portrayed as a very competent leader, best in his class, strong fighter, and I think we only really get to see the strong fighter part in the movies because um, you know, he He's almost always a sidekick in the adventure, and and his sort of leadership and, and militaristic skills are always kind of undercut by, um, you know, he'll he may know a plan or what to do, and then he'll follow it up with you know with something like, well, you know, because I used to mop the floors there or clean the toilets there, and it kind of undercuts his intelligence and his you know his his leadership ability. I feel like. And I'm really hoping in episode nine, we really get to see um, Finn shine and, 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 and take a leading role in the story and not just be a, uh, a sidekick to a, to a side plot. Um, just kind of curious your thoughts on that, um, how you'd like to see Finn utilized in episode nine and, um, and your other thoughts on Finn. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, now I will say off the bat, I didn't I didn't read before the awakening. I probably should at some point. I just sort of forgot that it existed. But that is really interesting because we definitely we don't really see that that leader part of Finn in in the first two movies, and that is something of a shame. Yeah, I mean, I feel at the end of the movie when he almost sacrifices himself, like I feel like that's a very leader thing to do. Like, that's a very big thing for him to do. So I think that'll shape his character for, like, the next films. Because, like, I kind of agree that, like, it kind of was, like, maybe, like, a plot device that, of course, like, Finn knew everything in the other ship because he has to mop the floors, you know? But that's just, like, one of those things that, you know, there could have been other reasons, like, why he knew, like, what to do other than just because he mopped that area you know yeah but i i think it's interesting because you could i mean well first of all i feel like that that line is sort of just in the movie as like a as a comic relief but it's it's more 
interesting if you take it as that's him sort of subconsciously undercutting himself because he he doesn't see himself as a leader um and that could be you know he i mean he was he was a stormtrooper so he was just like part of part of the crowd you know and he was the you know like janitor basically like doing something that's annotation and so that wouldn't give you a huge amount of confidence anyway but also i mean look at the look at the people he's surrounded with you know people like ray people like poe and then of course i mean god like leia han solo like these are people who who are leaders and are very visibly powerful. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he doesn't feel worthy to be a leader. Like, I, I'm i trying to think of, like, my first impressions of Finn. But I, I can't because my first impressions of Ray were so strong. And that Finn was kind of, you know, not, like, second place to, like, my thoughts. But even, like, in The Last Jedi, because, you know, Ray's the main, you know, for me, that's, this is, like, kind of Ray's whole... Nick, you know yeah so it's hard for me to be like okay like yeah like i if like i sit down and think about finn like i want to do it fairly you know and not just be like oh you know like well this well that but i definitely see him gaining some leadership or something in the future like i think his story in episode nine will you know a lot of character change and everything kind of like you know like han solo went from, you know, wanting to leave the Empire to, you know, wanting to leave, well, wanting to leave the uh, Rebellion to, you know, becoming, like, a really dedicated member in Return of the Jedi. Like, I see Finn transitioning into that character, too. Of really... Well, yeah, because, yeah, it's... I feel like Finn's story is... The, the, widening, the widening of his focus. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, like, the beginning of... Well, throughout, like, until, like, the end, like, The Force Awakens, I mean, not The Force Awakens, in Last Jedi, his focus is on Rey Mm -hmm. and making sure that she's okay. And it's, it's through the, the Canto Bite story that he has and through, through Rose and, and, and what Rose tells him and what Rose comes to mean that this isn't, this isn't just about Rey. There's so much more at stake here than your one friend. And I, I think he's come to realize that. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see what form that takes, especially if there is like a sizable time jump going into nine. I hope so. I mean, that'd be cool. Like I would. But again, I would like to know like what happened over those years. But that'll be, like, expressed in, like, comic books, right? Because that's kind of what they're doing right now, but... Well, they sort of... I mean, they... They aren't going beyond... They're sort of filling in little spots here and there, but in terms of, like, real plot, that that's something they would fill in after Nine comes out. Hmm. I don't but, know, but... Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the, my first impression of Finn, I'm trying to think, well, just how, 
how brave he is and how brave what he did was and that sort of moral reckoning that he has and that's that's our first scene with him is mm-hmm. him realizing what the fuck am i part of yeah i just remember sitting in the theater when you know his ship was going towards uh that laser thing in the last jedi and like i'm like holy shit he's gonna die he's gonna he's gonna save everyone and you know kill himself like i that that really like not like changed my opinion of finn but that really made me like respect him as a character that you know he was willing to risk his own life to you know save you know a cause that you know was so you know that basically you know it saved him you know yeah and and we get we get glimpses of stuff with him like the i mean the very fact that he is like willing to to go off on this mission for Canto by and yeah like his obsession at that point is still with saving you know the one friend that he has in the universe but i feel like you could you could take that and build off onto him having like a really important role to play in the resistance like somebody yeah. who who can see that play and is willing willing to take that risk on himself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I have no doubt that uh Finn will be written well in episode well, my god, I hope not. Like that'd be like really sad if like they just like like drop the ball and like writing certain characters but yeah i don't know i just feel like jj is putting like so much love into this like final and you know other writers too um putting like so much love into this movie into the characters too like i'm excited to see like how what he does with rose too you know oh definitely that's one of those things too like it's amazing that you know, you know, like Ryan, you know, created these like new characters, or like, both like JJ and Ryan, you know, they created these characters. And it's like we're getting to know them like throughout the years. And, you know, this is like kind of not like my generation, but like the probably the generation like before me or I know after me, like this is like Rayfin and Poe or like the new like Han, Leia and Luke, you know, like these are the people that, you know, kids are going to grow up and like tell their kids about you know about how these characters helped shape them and everything and shape lives like that's huge yeah I mean I get so I don't even like I get so happy like seeing all these little girls in Ray costumes whether it's at like whether it's Halloween or at like comic cons or whatever it is like that just just fills me with so much just joy it's really great like just ah i love it and for as much as like star wars is you know like not like doing damage but you know like things going on with like you know directors and writers or that they're firing or you know like the whole like chuck one deck thing because amazing seeing like the impact that star wars is having on you know different people and everything like seeing ray like you know like i saw a bunch of you know padme's this like halloween too like colleen was a hella awesome padme i love colleen 
Yeah, that's a great costume. Yeah, but like I think I mean Finn cuz I think of like, you know, like my little brother who would have been like, oh man, how long ago did Force Awakens come out? Uh 2015. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he would have been like 12. And now he's seen himself represented in Star Wars. That's just amazing. And that like that means a lot. Like and so like I remember how excited he was about that movie and and that's I mean obviously I love Finn and I want him like for you know like my own satisfaction I want that character to have like some great story in nine but also just because I that that character really means something and so I hope that that is lived up to yeah beautifully said yeah I don't know I'm excited for these characters I'm also like excited like the very girly role in me is excited for like the wardrobes of episode nine like i can't wait to see like what everyone's like wearing you know and like you know their hair different hairstyles and everything like that always excites me <laughs> i just want to i want to know what like, i want to see lando is wearing and there better there better be a really sweet fucking cape did you see uh the, the cat in the cape on twitter I don't think so. Who was it? I think it was because uh... someone posted a picture of their cat in a Lando cape this morning. Who was it? I think it was not King Tom, but um... uh... well, if you posted a picture of your cat in a cape, please send it to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Tom, a uh, Darth Internus. Uh... Tom from Delray Tom? Tom? Yeah, Delray Tom. Okay. I'll look that up. Beautiful cat and beautiful cape. But, yeah, thank you for the voicemail. I'm glad that we got to talk about Finn a little bit. I feel like that's, like, one of the characters that we don't really, like, talk much about. Yeah, and I I feel like I should talk about him more because I love, I fucking love him and I love John Boyega. Mm-hmm. And so I want him to have something really meaty. Meaty? meaty like a meaty roll. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I took that I, as. I don't know what you took it as either. <laughs> uh, maybe I took that as, you know, meat. Like uh, I'm having chili for dinner, so I'm going to be eating some meat soon. And that excites me. Or maybe other things associated. Okay. Um, well, it's also, I think it was yesterday, it was like the anniversary of the Disney Lucasfilm purchase. Yeah, that's crazy. What, it's been five years now? It's 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. God, it's already fucking 2018. I think it's six years because it was 2012. Yeah, that'd be six years. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't count. Yeah, Sorry, we know. I remember because I, I like I remember vividly like I was sitting on my bed and it was after I had like a I was doing a tennis in high school and I was in like the the final like rounds of like 
uh, like CIF or I don't know like what you would call that, just like the, the finals of tennis. I was doing really good. And I got home and I was all hyped up. And then my mom's like, oh, uh, did you hear about uh, Star Wars? It's coming back. And I was like, oh, but then I was okay with it. And I'm now, I'm, now I'm fucking okay with it. But <clears throat> what a time to be alive. Uh, but yeah, that that was episode 64. Yep. Oh, um, just a real, real quick plug, uh, for the Castle Toy Run, which is raising money for kids who are stuck in hospitals over the holidays, and also like their their siblings and stuff, which is I think a nice touch. Um, so you can check them out on Twitter at the Castle Toy Run. You can go on Facebook at the Castle Toy Run, um, and all the info is there. But you can either buy stuff through their Amazon wish list or if you have um like packaged like new Star Wars books or toys, there's a PO box that you can mail them directly to. I think everyone will know which package was sent by me because of all the porgs I'll send. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I love doing that. Like I was looking through the uh list like today of like things I could buy. And that just like makes me like so excited to like look through stuff and knowing that, you know, a bunch of kids are gonna get like I just I love stuffed animals and I remember getting really excited as like a kid to like get like stuffed animals. So like seeing all the stuffed animals available for Star Wars makes me really happy in that, you know, obviously like helping, you know, kids and everything. Like that just it makes me feel good. Oh, going back to Star Wars Resistance. Oh, shit. Tora Doza has a bunch in a room, a bunch of Star Wars stuffed toys. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. She has like a, she has like an Ewok. She has a little like whatever the fuck Max Rebo is. It's Ooh. like, she has a ton of them. I want a Max I need Rebo. to go back and look because there's, there's, I can't remember like what else is there, but. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to talk about her cat thing. I'm going to see her cat thing. Was her cat thing in this episode? Um, I don't think so. Mm. Not that I, it might have been on the bed with her, but I didn't notice it. I think they would have made more of a deal of it. But there was cool little stuffed toys. I just love stuffed toys. You know, just sitting around my 24 porgs. <laughs> oh, I want more. But anyways, uh, Emily, where can you find you in the podcast on uh, social media? Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the CantoBite Pod. At CantoBite Pod. You can email us at CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Um, you can find me personally at EF Lind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D, both on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And I'm uh, Canto Brit on Twitter and Brittany the Ginger on Instagram. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.